Do I regret what I did? No, not whatsoever. So uh, I did what I did because I felt strongly about it. Um, I think it's uh, Ed's touched on it. I mean, I lost sleep for three days thinking about that decision. And to be quite honest with you, I didn't make my decision until getting into the locker room or talking to Paul Graham just before the game and really cementing my my thought on the matter. Um, you know, I, I didn't feel strongly that I, I basically told the league when we had our conference call that I was 100% against the idea for various reasons. None of the reasons that I gave were good enough for us not to be able to do it. And none of the things that they tried to do to make me feel comfortable about it at the end of the day helped me side with the fact that I should do it. I was told to do it, just like everyone knows, but at the end of the day, you can't force someone to do it. And I knew there would be repercussions for it, but I felt very strongly about how it would affect our football team going forward. Not so much that game, it was more going forward, and I just didn't feel comfortable with it. I hope people understand that. I'm not trying to do anything with the league, to anything with TSN. I mean, I realize, I, I mean, I've been in the league for 16 years. I love the CFL. I, I mean, I enjoy the fact that TSN broadcasts our games. I mean, I'm a fan of the CFL. But when uh, somebody who's directly affected by a decision that other people make without consulting that person whatsoever, and I have to think about it for a whole week and how it's going to affect our football team going forward, that's where I made my decision. And, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, people can have their opinions about it, and I respect everyone's opinion. But I felt very strongly that it was going to affect our football team, and I wasn't going to allow that to happen. And um, so when you ask me, I wish I would have got it over with, I don't. Because at the end of the day, I knew there were repercussions. I paid my dues. I paid my fine. Um, you know, and then going forward, you know, I, I have to deal with it. I mean, they're making me do it again, and, I mean, it's just the way it is. Odell said that, when there's a live mic game, he grabs a notebook and goes to school on whatever those teams are. Can you put into perspective what these live mic games, in your opinion, have, have exposed? Yeah, in my opinion is this, is I'm the, and I, I hate to say it, I'm, I'm, they wanted the head coach and the quarterbacks to be mic'd. I'm the only head coach that calls plays for a no-huddle offense that operates out of no-huddle the whole entire game. So that means everything we say and how we operate our offense is out there. And when I talked to C TSN and I talked to the CFL, there was a memo that stated nothing would be used in no huddle. And then all of a sudden when I approached them with it, well, how, how are you going to use anything? Are you guaranteeing me that you're not going to use anything at that point that while Mike's on the field and while I'm calling plays? That was never guaranteed to me. That was never, they were basically asked me to come up with code words so that whatever, I, when I said a code word, they wouldn't use any of that. And I'm like, well, I'm a play caller. I'm a head coach, and now I've got to think about my no-huddle offense, think about code words that you're asking me so that nothing gets said. It does affect. I've, I listen to the games. I've picked up on things. And, again, not everyone gets a little snippet of it. You're going to get our whole offense when we do it. And that's just an unfair advantage. That's the way I looked at it. Now, you guys can all argue to me that that's not an unfair advantage. Everyone's doing it, but not everyone operates the way we operate. And the fact of the matter is, when I brought that up to the, the people on the conference call, they didn't even know we operated in no huddle. So how much of a fan of the CFL are they? So, I mean, that's the bottom line. I, I, I felt very strongly with what I, what I stated and how I stated it, and my re the, the thing I got back was trust us and you have to do it. I mean, I, and at the end of the day, when, I'm, when I had the last conversation with them, it was, you can't force me to do it. You're, at, you're telling me I have to do it, but you can't sit there and put it on me. And 
again, I mean, you can get mad at me all you want. You can say, I don't, I'm not a fan of the CFL or a fan of anything, and I went rogue and did all that things. I did what was in best interest, what I felt was for our football club. Um, and I get paid, I mean, let's face it, I get paid to coach this football team. That's the bottom line. And, um, you know, that's what I care strongly about. So, so on Saturday, how do you? I'm not, again, you, what do you do? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And again, I was also told I had to do it in the midst of a 14 week, 14 weeks into a season or whatever it was, where we had just played, I don't know, however many games in a row. I can, I hope you appreciate the fact that what a coach goes through in a season, how tired you can be, where you're not always thinking clearly. So when they came to me this matter and I'm thinking, man, how am I going to protect our football club, protect this, protect that? I couldn't come up with a great reason or a great way of going about it to protect our football club. Now that I've had time, I've had a bye week, I've had a couple weeks to think about it. Now when they ask me again, well, now I've had to come up with something else to protect our football club, protect my pocketbook, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I know what the second fine is. It's $25,000 and I'm fine or I'm suspended for the playoff game if I decide not to do it. I don't know what the third offense is, but I assume it's pretty bad. So I'm going to have to basically right now, I don't know what you guys think I earn, but I don't earn, to, to get knocked $15,000, I mean, I lost a lot of sleep over that too. That's not a chump change to me. I mean, I'm basically putting my wife back to work to try to earn some money back, you know, and I mean, that's the bottom line. That's my lot in life. I decided that. I, I realized that's, that's the way it went. But uh, to go forward, I mean, I just had to be creative or we had to, to worry about other things. And now I ask you, now I've had to worry about changing some things around. Is that really what you want all of our coaches to do in the league that feel strongly about something? I've got to change some things around during the middle of a football season so that I hope that other teams don't pick up on something we're doing because I feel strongly that they could and hurt us in the future. That's where I'm coming from anyways. So, I mean, like I said, write whatever you want about me and, and say that I'm wrong. Everyone has an opinion. And I have my own opinion. And I have my own beliefs and things. And when I feel... The other thing that people don't know about, when I feel strongly about something, I'm always going to stick up for what I believe in, and I'll take the punishment. That's why I preach to my players, I preach to my kids. I'll take the punishment if I, if I feel strongly enough about it, and I obviously did. Jason, do you have the guarantee from the league and from, from the broadcaster that they're going to mute the mics when they're supposed to be There's muted? There's no guarantee. Okay. I mean, that's the bottom line. They can guarantee all they want. They do have technical difficulties. If you've ever watched games, they have technical difficulties at times. I watched the Ottawa game. The very beginning of that game, there were technical difficulties. When I talked to Paul Graham before the Montreal game, I asked him about that, and he said technical difficulties. So when I hear technical difficulties, I say, well, what happens if it goes the opposite way? What if it never shuts off? Then what? Mm-hmm. The stuff that you were supposed to protect, you didn't protect. So how can it be that you have technical difficulties where it shuts everything off, but you might have technical difficulties where it doesn't shut anything off? So that's a question. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you can't guarantee anybody anything. The only thing I could guarantee is that we weren't <laughs> going to do it that day, and I was going to protect our football club. I knew that was the only way to protect our football club completely, was by not doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what I did. And, again, you can ask away. I'll tell, I'll tell you till I'm blue in the face that I didn't agree with it. But obviously, it's something I'll have to do. You think you're going to sleep well this week? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I've thought about it so much now. And now that we've figured out a way of remedying it, now not to say that's the best thing for our football club, and that's what I will lose sleep over, is what we're going to about to do probably won't, I, I think, may affect our football club. But uh, it's the way to protect our football club in the long run. And so, you know, I don't feel good about it. I mean, I think anytime you don't agree with something, it's hard to, when you have to go with it, 
you know, it, it, it's it's not always the greatest, but you know, we're making do and we'll do it. And you know, hopefully they get out of it what they want. Last question. It doesn't sound like the fans are going to get an actual authentic uh, what goes on, anyways. I mean, well, just... I'll tell you this much as well. You, they may, they're going to get what they get. I mean, bottom line, they wanted a live mic. They didn't. There wasn't a whole lot of ram, or a memo sent out that said you have to wear it here. You can't wear it on your shoe. I could wear it on my shoe if I wanted. It just says you have to wear it. I mean, I could wear it anywhere I wanted, but I'm going to wear it where it's supposed to be worn, so people will hear whatever they want to hear from me. But I ask you this as well: if our stadium fans, if, if this is so good for our league and our TSN viewers. What's what's good for the players, the people that come here? I want to entertain everybody. I mean, I don't want to just entertain people that are watching our games. How about you make me juggle or do something on the sidelines? You want entertainment? You want the head coach to entertain people? Make me do something on the sidelines or open the the mic, live mic to the broadcast so the whole stadium can hear what I'm saying. You know, I mean, why 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 do we stop short with TSN just hearing it and viewers hearing it? If it's if it's that good of an idea and everyone's going to want to stay home now to watch our games because they're live mic'd. Well, what does it do to our fans that come and watch games? They're going to maybe want to start staying at home and watching games instead of coming. I'd rather fill our stadium than anything. So if I have to do something in our, on the sidelines that's going to be so entertaining to people at home to watch, how about I come, we come up with something else where I'm on the sidelines riding a unicycle or juggling or being a mime or doing something so that people in our stadium come to the games and get entertained while I'm still calling plays coaching the football team and doing everything else because ultimately that's what they want. They want someone that's going to entertain our fans and entertain everybody else. Now, if that sounds ridiculous to you, that probably is what, what it sounds like to me when someone tells me I have to be live mic'd and I state to them, well, not every team is going to be live mic'd, so how do you deal with that? I'm the only head coach that calls plays and is in no huddle. How is that fair? You know, what about that? You know, so I have all these questions, so... Okay, that good enough for you?